Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday. So this podcast has been a long time coming.、Um, I've been meaning to、um, speak to everyone about the topic of transactional dating,、um, which is exactly how I view escorting as and sex work. It's really part of my lifestyle now, because I see it as a method of dating. Or a way to get the type of dating that I'm looking for, you know, not particularly strings attached,、um, but kind of a right level and mix of emotions, love, lust, sex, of course,、um, and just butterflies. It's so great knowing that you have. Options as well.、Um, in an ideal sense of dating or world of dating, for me, I think I would love to have a poly amory type of situation where I have multiple lovers,、um, and we all kind of support and love each other as we grow together. And you know,、um, that's that's kind of a very idealistic, but. Probably not realistic. <laughs> so, as much as I I do fantasize about something like that, I think that I'm very much satisfied being an escort and a sex worker.、Um, gives me no greater joy than to be able to go out and date and to、um, pine over after my dates、um, the gentlemen that I see. You know, I've got. Dates with people who stimulate me in such a cerebral way. I've got dates who just are over the top romantic and and so chivalrous. I've got dates who are more shy and who are more introverted、um, and reserved, and I love those. I've got dates who are, you know, very macho, and I've got all sides of different types of personalities and and different ways that people go about、um, the way that they approach sex, the way that they approach connection,、um, the way that they show love.、Um, not to mention, it's such a huge、uh, learning and knowledge bank. To have multiple lovers, I learn from my lovers all the time. You know, I care about them, and they care about me. And sometimes they pass on information to me that I find so helpful、um, because they, of course, from getting to know me, know kind of what's going on in my life or what challenges that I face,、um, what things I think about, and, and oftentimes I'll get, you know, a little note or an email here and there. About something that's relevant to me,、um, just because they were thinking of me, and and that's so that's such a gift. It's such a gift to have,、um, and of course, it's a way different life than actual polyamory. I would presume I'm I'm very very much single in my <laughs> in my day to day life, and I, I live on my own, and you know, ninety percent of the time I'm. By my own self,、um, and probably most of you,、um, especially those who are married and have、um, long-term、uh, partners, would think that that's a very lonely life to live.、Um, 
you know, what about children? What about having someone to support you when you're old and fragile and frail? What about having someone to share every intimate moment with? Um, A travel person and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, sometimes I do yearn for somebody by my side. Um, But over the past... I'd say, um, so it's been half a year almost that I've come back into escorting, so um, from mid-November 2019, and I've been single for almost a, I guess, almost a year, maybe like, like not really dating um, for a while, and not seriously dating, um, with anything like longer term, more than like a few months kind of thing for, for at least a couple years. And so over the past six months is really when I've been on my own because I have not been dating while I have been Florence, while I'm back into this life of mine, this beautiful, beautiful life of mine, (laughs) not been dating because I, I, that's my choice. Of course I could date, I I could date in my civilian life, I could date um, clients who have offered to take me out on dates. Um, I don't do that though, I, I don't think it's fair and I don't, that doesn't help me in my long term goals and um, you know, that, that would be false promises I wouldn't be able to keep to somebody based on the, the lifestyle that I really love and adore and it's a sacrifice that I have to make because you know, I make real great connections, but I can't always follow through on those. Um, so transactional dating, back to kind of this as a topic and co- and concept of my lifestyle. Um, that's what I see it as. It's under this premise of that there's a transaction. It's so much safer. It's, you know, my, it's, it's limitless as to what love that I could give and receive under the transaction. Because without the transaction, everything is so vulnerable, right? Um, And I think that exists on both sides. As long as everyone's kind of clear on what the boundaries are, um, I think that it's such a safe way to explore not only your sexuality, for example, if there's a fantasy that you've been wanting to try or, or, or a certain scenario, but that maybe it wouldn't be so safe to risk um, the connection and relationship you have at home with your um, a day-to-day partner or with um, anybody else in your regular dating life um, that you'd want to try with me, a provider then of course it's very safe for someone to do that with. Um, and same time, learning how to pleasure a woman, uh, learning how to date and romance a woman. Those are a lot of things that um, you know come to mind, on I think, on the client's side of things as to benefits. Um, I think that it's also... A way for people to explore different facets of their interests. Um, maybe it's not so much a sex sexual thing, but maybe it's a companionship factor. Maybe it's a someone who shares certain interests or certain perspectives on life that they can relate better to, um, or that they can relate kind of a facet of themselves to, and that they need that kind of outlet because. 
um, I think that it's a very human thing. It's it's a part of our humanity to um, need to be able to relate, to resound um, all parts of us. So not just the cerebral side. There's probably there's an artist side. There's a romantic side. There's a sexual side. There's so many facets to a person, right? To a human, and it's so there's so many layers. It's so deep, and so. Um, having relationship with just one person, can they really fulfill everything that um, a human being needs? Uh, especially with a lifetime, people living up to a hundred years old. Um, for all those years that you're growing with somebody, is is it really um, going to be enough? And for most people, it is. You know, most people are living traditional relationships. Um, but for me, that's just not an option ever. Um, I think that even if I were to be with somebody in a monogamous situation, uh, which I have plenty of most of all of my relationships in the past have been very monogamous and I'm, I'm always a very loyal and faithful um, lover, partner. Um, but at the same time, geez, the, the amount of growth, self-love and uh, fulfillment that you get from just being able to receive and give love to multiple partners is astounding. And there's no resentment that grows. You, you know that feeling of resentment slowly creeps into a relationship when you're with somebody for too long, when you're familiar with them. And you start taking things for granted. Well, there's none of that <laughs> um, here. Because, you know, it's, it's, that's just, I think that's just the way our brains are wired. Um, and it's weird it's a weird thing, right? Like we don't, I don't think I like that about myself necessarily. Um, but I think that that's normal. I think, um, that's nature. So as, as much as we are cerebral creatures as humans, I think that we are still animal. We are still, um, you know, we're, we're still animals that have, um, animalistic and raw, uh, desires uh, that are very innate to us, not learned or acquired. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, I think that's it's a uh, it's natural, and I think that what I've really done is just embrace that and accepted that about myself and about humanity. And I think kind of that's where I come from when I view my relationships with my clients is, you know, I'm, I don't have any judgments. Wherever someone is coming to me from, whether they themselves are in a relationship or whether they're single and living their best life as well. You know, I have so many clients who are way too busy to have a relationship, aka they prioritize their work over a relationship. But they may say to me, um, and I have girlfriends who tell me this too, who are, you know, kind of successful um, in high level positions who, who tell me, hey, um, you know, I, I would love to just settle down and find a husband right now. And I would love to have kids and whatnot. But right now I'm trying to advance my career. And it's kind of like a toss up because when you hit your 30s, right, it's kind of like, well, what do I do now? Do I freeze my eggs? <laughs> do I capitalize on my time as a youthful person and, and try to find my husband to reproduce with? Or do I focus my, my best energy years into a career that's um, going to give me long-term uh, financial uh, 
um, stability. So, you know, there, there's so many questions around that for a lot of people. And um, it's, it's so natural to um, have these questions in our heads and to have our priorities in that way. And I, thought, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, I think, um, so everyone knows that I'm pretty much, I'm very capitalistic, right? So even for me, uh, love is so beautiful and fulfilling and and wonderful. But for me, um, money matters in life. Um, it's not the ends, but it's certainly a means and a tool to everything else. Um, and it certainly makes all your goals and dreams so much easier and and it puts them at the forefront of of what you can do. And so I really see money as so useful and something to be aspired towards. Um, I can podcast about this another time. Um, we're veering off track now. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I, I totally have so much respect and admiration for people who can prioritize their, their work life and career life without, and putting love and, and sex in all in relationships as a secondary um and and so for me it's kind of a marriage between the two right being an escort it's it's kind of like i get my cake and i get to eat it too <laughs> so i mean I, I just can't picture life being any better than it is for me right now um and and this is me this is me having gone back and forth between monogamous serious relationships and stepping out of um the sex work industry and then me coming back um into the sex industry when i'm single and then lollying back and forth and being ashamed and being guilty and having nobody to talk to about it to now being like geez this is me i accept it i love it i embrace it and let me share that and spread that with everybody else. And I don't I don't feel any guilt or shame anymore. I, I don't feel that at all. I feel love for myself. I feel so much like in terms of I think that it was a mind block, you know, that I had a huge one. Um and of course it helps that I'm a little bit older now because all a lot of friends are kind of getting married and having kids now and they're moving on to like their priorities in life, working up, you know, the ladders of their career careers and, and whatnot. I'm seeing people accomplish things and I think that that kind of reflects into my attitude. Like I'm also getting getting more and more towards my goals. I think that people are giving less fucks <laughs> in terms of what other people think. Um, so it's a lot easier, right? When you start getting a little bit older and you start having more mental clarity around what is actually going to fulfill you. So yeah, those are, those are some of my thoughts on on that. I see transactional, I see, um, escorting as transactional dating and as a safe space to play, to explore and to, you know, come, come to, um, a realization as to, what you're looking for, um, with, you know, the right boundaries in place, um, and, yeah, uh, would love to hear everyone's thoughts on that, um, by the way, I think if you've gotten to the end of this, um, podcast, I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret, 
So this is literally last night. This is what I love about being alone, single, and in solitude. I get so much freedom to think, to just think. And oftentimes it's not, like when I'm with a partner, it's like my mind automatically worries and goes towards what do they need? How can I serve them? How can I fulfill them? That's just kind of the, t- the, par- the type of person I am, right? Um, and so at the end of my work day, let's say, let's say I'm working and then I'll, I'll get home. I'm usually living with my partner and then I'll, I'll, um, whether they're home or not, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do my chores. I'll kind of, um, maybe I'll prepare something to eat or whatever it is, clean up the house. Um, and by the time my partner comes home, I I have this instinct of kind of like being ready myself for my partner and trying to cater to them and that's probably not um very healthy or normal um it's probably i think it's really good to be able to separate to have separate spaces um if you're living with with your romantic partner and for you guys to establish some kind of um alone times but i have never successfully been able to do that with any partner of mine and so, you know, when you're bored, obviously it's an automatic kind of instinct to go <laughs> to your partner. And so, but being alone now, I feel like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> I can breathe at <laughs> my own space. And the reason why I say that is not because I just, I don't, en- I wouldn't enjoy a partner's company when I'm bored or whatnot, but it's just that when you're bored, your mind automatically wanders to things that you wouldn't allow yourself the freedom to think about unless if it's very intentional right like we don't sit and intentionally think about our goals and our dreams and visualize them and revisualize them um, on a regular basis but I've really allowed myself to to train myself to start doing that Um, and now I've gotten to a point where it's a daily basis thing before it would be you know once on a blue moon you know, I try to force myself uh, once a month, maybe, uh, maybe review things every once in a while. But I, it would be like on the back of my mind, or it'd be kind of like off to the side. Um, it's like, oh, I'm so busy. I have to do all these things. I have to uh, run my errands. I have to work. I have to um, do administrative stuff. I have to keep up with my social media. I have to do all these things. But at the end of the day, all of those things that keep us being busybodies, they're just fluff, right? They're just fluff. Um, unless if you're very, very clear and very, very intentional on what it is you're trying to achieve. And then it's kind of like a reverse thing, right? Then you go back every day to the very, very intentional goals and aspirations and you think to yourself, is this time that I'm spending on social media, is this time that I'm doing, um, I'm spending doing this or that action productive towards my goals? Um, so then you really start to think about and question every single action and every single relationship that you form. So is me having this person in my life good for me? Um, it doesn't matter if they've been a long time, long time friend, but is this person a toxic um, relationship? Do they provide um, negativity and do they make me doubt myself and make me feel shittier when I interact with them? Or are they someone that 
that brings joy into my life? Are they someone that opens up my mind? Are they someone that stimulates me? Um, are they someone that exude love? Are they someone that um, exudes confidence? Are they someone that I can learn from that I want around my, in my life? So, you know, um, yeah, goals and and rethinking and revisualizing your goals every day on a daily basis i've come to kind of train myself a little bit on that especially during covid holy shoot this is kind of like this time that i have to myself is such a blessing um in disguise uh because i've i i feel like i've i'm using this time very productively and so the secret that i was gonna let you in on sorry for the tangent um is yesterday i got this idea in my head i mean i i guess i've kind of been toying around with it but yesterday i actually wrote out something for this um, new goal of mine which is to write a book to write and to publish a book and so yesterday um in the middle of the night i wrote out a um table of contents for my book and so far it's going to have 8 chapters and it's going to be priced at 888 um in most countries <laughs> or at least it's going to only have 8s in the uh in the prices it's going to be available on amazon kindle ebooks so yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be working on that during COVID. And so now that it's out in the in the world on my podcast, I have to do it. Because <laughs> I have to hold myself accountable. Anyway, so transactional dating. That's, that's, um, those are thoughts I wanted to put out into the world. So yeah, hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. I am going to sign out now and probably write a little bit on um, my manuscript. And I've got some commissioned works to work on for my OnlyFans. If you haven't subscribed already, please support me and subscribe to my OnlyFans. I've got some really nice content on there. Um, hope to talk to you guys soon. Thank you.